Hi there, it's Ginger Bell, and today is Wednesday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, and welcome to this episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. Hey, I tell you what, I would have loved to wake up this morning and find out this whole thing has been an April Fool's joke, and uh, I know many of us would love that, but it's not. So we continue to take care of each other, love each other, stay home, stay safe. Uh, today, this day in history in the U.S., we have over 191,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus, um, COVID-19, and unfortunately over 4,138 deaths. So continue to stay home, stay safe, and uh, happy April Fool's Day. We'll see you at the next episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. Well, hey there, it's Ginger Bell. I'm here with another episode of Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit. And today I have with me a very, very exciting man who I usually get to see on the road, but now I get to see you here. So hello, Mr. Steve Richmond. It's so happy to have you on we the usually, video. <laughs> we usually shake hands walking on and off the stage, one's in the other, and now we're like staring at each other through the beauty of the I show. know. I said, you know, the new handshake is going to be like the chicken dance. When we go to conferences, it's going to be, you know, do the elbow and the elbow and the elbow. It'll be like the whole little chicken dance. I do like the uh, TikToks when everybody's using their feet. They're, they look like they're playing soccer with one another. At least, at least we're trying something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So, hey, so thanks for hopping on. You know, you are out there on the road um, throughout the entire year delivering incredible messages. And I know you speak on a lot of different topics. And so, you know, positivity and, you know, being able to lead lead and be bold and all those things is not unfamiliar to you at all um, for the speaking that you do and so that's why you know I just really wanted to to have you share during these times these trying times that we are all going through collectively as a human race it's not just you know the mortgage industry it's not just the US going through a downturn I mean it truly is our entire planet if it was just the mortgage industry, guess what you and I would be doing? <laughs> We'd all be looking for another industry. No, it is everybody. Absolutely. We are all in this together. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's just it. It's like, you know, just lending that, that positive message is something for someone to focus on. And, you know, you probably have some ideas as far as things that you've talked on in the past. Indeed. You know, I look behind you, you have some books up there on the shelf and I see all that and you and I, we're always doing research and we're always seeing what everybody else is thinking about. And to me, what, what I keep going back to right now, because it, it is work and, and work is, we're scared for family, we're scared for friends and we're scared for work. It's all about health. And I started to think about all those things and it's, I don't know, it just came out in like the late 90s. There's a guy named Brian Dyson. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He used to be the CEO of Coca-Cola. Okay. No, I know. I know you've heard of Coca-Cola. Not sure if you're in a prime. I may even have a Coca-Cola in my refrigerator. We brought my right mother-in-law over to stay with us. She's on our island, and uh, she loves Coca-Cola. So that was one of the things on the uh, supply list. And, and there was plenty of that at the store, so I didn't have a problem finding that. I love that. You say there's a Coca-Cola in the fridge. In front of you is a tequila, but you know, that's what's sitting back there in the fridge. Yeah, Coca-Cola is not my choice, but I'll no, take so, the tequila, definitely. So he did this thing, and I, I agree with most of it, and I sort of put my own spin on it just a little bit, but he says, you know, you talk about this work-life balance. Work, well, it's not really work-life balance, because work, if you're going to balance things, they're supposed to be equal, 
Right. And your work is not supposed to be equal to your life. Work's a part of your life, right? I mean, it, it's a subset as opposed to being a balance or an equal. So he says there's really five balls that you, me, everybody on the planet, in our industry, we're juggling. We're juggling five all the time, right? What do you have to keep up in the air? You got to keep up with your family. You got your mother-in-law there. I got my wife here. I got my daughter here, but I'm calling my son all the time to say, you okay? You okay? How you feeling? Are you drinking enough? Do you drink enough? Okay, no problem. So you, you got to, you know, you got your family that you're, you're doing that. And now, especially today, we need our own personal health. Right. I mean, you got to keep that up in the air. I don't know about you, but every single time, like I swallow, it's like, oh my God, did I just have a sore throat? You know, somebody sneezes in the house, we're all running. And we're in North Carolina right now, and the pollen just hit. That's where we are. Everybody's sneezing, everybody's coughing. Yeah. So, which one is it? Okay. So, so you have those two. Right. Of course, the third we already said is work. You got to balance work, work's part of it. So, that's very important. You have to balance your friends. I, I, you know, it was beautiful. I got to talk to you for 10 minutes before we started this call just to say, hey, what? I haven't seen you in so long. What's going right. on? Let's catch right. up. And then there's the spirit. And for spirituality, spirit, religion, love, that whole big umbrella ball that we're juggling, that all sort of goes together. Right. And he says, while you're juggling all this and you're trying to keep them all up in the air, one of the things you have to realize is they're not all, not that they're not the same size, but they're not made of the same thing. Four of them are made of glass, but one of them is made of rubber. Meaning if you drop any one of the glass ones on, it's destroyed. It, even if it doesn't shatter, it will be cracked. It will never be the same. Mm -hmm. Rubber, it'll bounce back. And you know what that is? That's work. Mm -hmm. And everybody's work, 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 work it bounces back. You, you and I were laughing, not laughing, um, but commiserating about what has happened in the past when everything happened back in 2007, 2008. We, we've been through that. Yeah. You know what? That came back. Right. We, the industry recovered. We have jobs. It does bounce back. Right. So we put this emphasis on that one, and that's really the most uh, Bouncy. It's the one. And we, it will and rebound. We, we spend a ton of time there, and, and, but we don't really believe that it can rebound. But in reality, that is the one that rebounds the best out of the five of them. So the one thing that I do look about, though, with work is people think that they have so little control, like they try to control work. And I think this is just the brilliant showing of we're not always in control of it and therefore we have to go with the bounce because the curveball is going to be thrown at us right. so that's sort of where we are with work it's going to be okay and it may you know it might not be tomorrow right. I mean, we know what rates are doing whatever rates are doing i mean yeah. I, it's crazy but, but there are certain things that we can control we can control who we do business with who we network with all that so i'm good with that Right. So I want to talk about the other four for a second. Okay. And where, where I think people get a little bit, they put concentrate so much on work. Family's the one that we see that's most flexible. That, that's the number one that we, because that's the one you can reason with. Mm -hmm. You can't reason with your doctor. Hey, can I just have McDonald's three times a week? You know, I mean, there's no reasoning there, but there well, is some. There's just consequences. <laughs> right, right. The doctor's never going to say yes. <laughs> exactly. So, but you can always look at your spouse or your kids and say, hey, look, okay, but we'll do that this weekend. So, so 
we tend to push that one aside a little bit because it's most flexible. Right. But when you really look back at it, the one thing that family wants is what? Time. Time. They want you. They want your time. So when I look at this and I see where we are, especially with me being home right now, yep. I'm going, <laughs> my kid's going, can I have less time, please? Would you go back to work? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, we're kind of done with this now. It's like, I've had plenty. <laughs> exactly. But you and I travel all the time. So in a way, our families are used to us not being there. So I know when I'm home, it's concentrated time. It's not right. me thinking about 12 different things. So now is what a great time to spend that time and hit their number one objective. Right. And the second thing when I think about family, which, and this is a brilliant time, I think for me, for us to be self-reflective and help others right. is I used to want to start this and, and who knows, Ginger, maybe you and I will start this one day, but it's called family university. So it, instead of helping people become better parents, right? So, so it's parent yeah. university, right? Yeah. And the, the theme of parent university has always been in my brain making better kids by making better parents. Mm -hmm. When I think about what's going on in the time that I'm spending with my family, it's not really just that I'm looking at them. Our kids will do what we do. So I don't want you to wish for your kid. Whatever you wish for your kid, make happen for yourself. Right. Whatever you wish for your kid, make happen for yourself. So, you know, I hope that my kid has a good job when they grow up. Well, you know what? If you don't have a good job that you like, guess what your kid's going to do? Right. They're going to follow this. I hope they're in a loving relationship and they have good communication. I hope that they're they, they can figure out how to save. If you're not doing that, they're going to learn it from watching what you do, right. not what you wish for them. Yeah. And quite frankly, and I say this to you, Ginger, to me, I, we have really weird jobs, right? There's no <laughs> real job description for what we do. I know. I get and, that all the time. People are like... I don't really understand. What exactly do you do? <laughs> and you know what the answer is? Bottom line, I like what I do. Yeah, I love what I do. And, and, and so my kids are hopefully learning, hey, I can figure out what I enjoy doing, what skills that I have and that I like, and, and they'll do that instead of me saying, go be an entrepreneur, but I, have not, I, I wish I was, but I'm not going to go do that, right? I mean, do the thing, be the thing that you want your children to become. Right. So that's how I sort of juggle that family, both with the time and with that. Health, I mean, you know, they're just hitting us right across the face right now right. with health, health physically, but there, there's the other element of, of mentally. You, right. You've got to keep that mental health up. Uh, for me right now, I, I eat a quick lunch and I go for like an hour walk. I, I think there's something about that sunshine. There's something yeah. about just getting around and moving that helps both mental and physical at the same time. Yeah. I don't jog. Um, if you see me in person, you'll say, I bet you don't jog. <laughs> but, you know, I still want to go out there and, and you have to get that on both the physical and the mental right. end. And that's the thing that I think we procrastinate the most with. Yeah. So family is flexible. So we, so we ask them to bend Health, we sort of push to the side. We go, well, you know, it's sort of like a snow day, so I'm going to go eat whatever I want to eat, and I'll start my diet tomorrow. Right. I don't do New Year's resolutions, especially for health, yeah. because I don't want to just be healthy on January 1st. You yeah. should be starting right up front. So here we go. We just said, hey, what are you going to do? I'm going to balance the family, the health, the work, 
the next one's bank, uh, not bank, excuse me, uh, friends. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love being in the light in the banking industry. Right. I look at friendships the same way as a banking relationship. You get out of it what you put into it. Exactly. Is it a negative interest friendship or is it a positive yeah. interest friendship? Yeah. I, I ask you, uh, someone pops right into my mind when, when I say this. He's a guy, so I'll say there's a guy. And, you know, he, if I don't call him, I don't hear from him. And if I don't say, hey, let's go out and grab something to eat or you want to go to lunch, it's unless I make that first move, so to speak, right. they'll just disappear. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, man, I, you know what? If you don't want to be friends, that's fine. If, if you're not getting something out of your friendship, and when I mean something out of it, I don't mean financially. No. But no. if that person is not adding to your joy, your life, your comfort, hey, it's a bank. Change banks. You right. know, spend the time with the friends right. that you're going to get something out of and get something out of you. Right. Absolutely. And then it takes me, and this is where I disagree with Brian Dyson. So those are the four. And he says you got to juggle your religion and your spirit. And I'm more about spirit than I am religion, because like you said, we're in this world together. So I, right. I talk spirit instead of specific religion. But I don't think that that's a subset. I think the spirit is sort of like the life, and you need to deliver that to all four of the other balls. Mm -hmm. You need to bring your spirit to your family. You need to, especially with the mental health, bring your spirit into your health. That's what yoga basically is, right? Yeah. You need to bring your spirit to your friends and to work. Yeah. And that's a big one. And people will say, well, yeah, that's pretty good. But uh, how much does spirit cost? How much does spirituality cost? And I ask you this, Ginger, do you know how much spirituality costs? Well, probably as much as you're willing to put into it. I say it's two G's. Two G's. Okay. Two G, not two grand, but two G's. Okay. To me, spirituality can be two G's, grace and gratitude. Oh, I love that. It's grace and gratitude. That, that's what you need for your spirit. If you have grace and you have gratitude. And now, I'm a big Brene Brown guy, so I, I, I really like her stuff. I read her book. She's out yeah. of Texas. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's two Gs. It's grace and gratitude. What's grace? Grace is looking around and giving other people a break. Yeah. Grace is saying, hey, they're juggling their balls also. I don't have to help. I'm not going to create a distraction. So one of those balls drop. How can I right. help that? Person? Right. And gratitude is to look around and say, thanks. As horrible as this is right now, guess what? Our family's doing good. Yep. Knock on wood. And I'm happy about that. And right now I'm stranded in my Island with my wife and daughter. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Right. Because <laughs> you know, for you and I, this is so easily could have happened when I was in the middle of the road of God knows where, and I'm in some hotel sitting by myself. Yeah. Could you imagine how much worse that would be yeah. than, than hanging out with people that you love? A little well, and that's it. You have to make, you know, I was, at, I think most of us were out of town when the decision was made that we're not going to be out of town anymore. <laughs> But, um, you know, it was one of those that it's like, I'd been gone for two weeks on the road. And it's like, my number one thing is I got to get home. And I'm thankful that I made that decision before the airline shut me down and said, you're not going to go home. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. So, so that's why I look at those two G's and it's, it, with right now, you know, I see it a lot online and I love it. And I hope this carries over of 
Is there somebody who's older who is in line at the grocery store? Let them get ahead of you because they okay. need to get away from people. Yeah. You know what? If, if the appraisal comes in 10 minutes late and you're trying to get it, give a little grace. Who knows what's going on in that appraiser's life? You know, a coworker, oh my gosh, they made a mistake. Someone cut me off in traffic. Right. My daughter, you, you go back to being what you want to be. My daughter right now, she got her learner's permit on Monday. The DMV goes oh. down on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> so this is great. Nobody's on the road and we're driving around. Oh, that's and awesome. <laughs> she actually had somebody, brand new driver, and we're at a, a circle, right? A, a, a traffic circle. Right. And she got a little like, oh, what do you do, right? Brand new driver. And the person like punked and went around her. Oh. And she looked. I'm like, you know what? They might be sick. Yeah. It's good that they got out of the way. Let them get home faster. Than <laughs> you. Hey, but into, uh, you, you, could we get upset, angry? Have a little grace. Right. Have a, have a little grace with, with your family, your friends, your health. Have a little gratitude. Be thankful. So I think when I'm juggling those fives, those two G's, I apply them to the four, and that helps me. Yeah. That's where I am today. Yeah, I love that. Well, and it's so important to be able to, to know where you are today and to know where the priorities really lie. And I love the fact, and I mean, we as a nation, for the most part, are so focused on that work. And, you know, it's probably the biggest thing as far as in people's mind that, and especially for us in the mortgage industry, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it's out of my control. It's like busy now, but then what's gonna happen? Does the economy tank? I mean, all these unknowns. And the reality is, you, you can't, in a situation like this, we, we can't guess what's going to happen next because we don't know what's going to happen next. So you don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. And I mean, it's like, cause it's, you're safe right now. So I love that as far as staying focused on what's important. And, and that's going to, and the industry is going to bounce. Yeah. It, We're I mean, still it, gonna need, it might not be next week. Our nation. Our nation will bounce. I mean, you look, there's been a depression, there's been world wars, there's been recessions, there's been 9-11, you know, and, and we've, as just in our generation, have been through, you know, uh, I mean, depending on when you were born, I don't really remember the Vietnam War, but I was alive through the beginning I don't have any hair there, but I, I don't have that one either. I yeah. got you. <laughs> but, you know, 9-11, obviously we had families then. My son was in first grade for 9-11. And then, of course, the mortgage meltdown. So, you know, we've been through challenges before, and we are resilient. And so it's just a matter of uh, focusing on that and being able to, to provide that comfort to yourself. Um, you know, our friend Ken Perry, and he hasn't signed up for a video yet, so he's going to do that soon. Come on, crazy Ken, make that happen. <laughs> but, you know, he's always very good at, at, you know, sharing. And he talked today, he had a video um, that I know you watched too, just about being that example for our kids. And my, you know, what Tate is in first year in college. So he's 18 and the rest are younger. And so my son's 25 and he's in Ohio. And I had given him the option. I said, I'll bring you, you know, bring you home um, if you want to be at home. And I said, you know, are you in a safe place if, you know, you're, if your fraternity closes down? Because they've shut down the school, but they're just taking school online. And they actually are feeding the kids for free 
So he gets, he goes, mom, I get food for free every day. He's got three guys in his room, in his um, fraternity. You know, I think he's happy on his island. <laughs> so it's like, you know. It's Actually, funny. I think I want to go to his island. It sounds like I think he's on a pretty good <laughs> island. <laughs> Not too bad of an island to be on, especially at, you know, 25. He's working on his master's. But, you know, it's like a matter of as long as we know those around us are safe, that's the most important thing, you know, to be able to do that. And then the spirituality as far as taking care of your spirit is honestly, I think as imperative as taking care of your health. Because if you are not um, in the place where you should be mentally and you know, emotionally and spiritually, then it's hard to take care of anything else. That's why I said the spirit goes to all four of those other things because that's, that's where so it right. is. Exactly. I mean, that is everything. It spreads out for sure. So what, what books are you reading right now? Because I think, you know, we all have time. Um, uh, and, and, you know, we're, honestly, when we're recording this, we're five days into this. How long have you been? I got back on Friday from Atlanta. So seven. you're seven days. Okay. So I am. I'm this will be the days. longest length of time that I've been with my wife since 2000 okay so we're about to find out i hope she has grace and gratitude at the same time you, you to talk to her about that you, you said it before that the industry will be back mortgages will be back the economy the country it will all be back but you know what when we're all in close quarters if your kid's driving you crazy and you snap that one time and you yell at them, they could carry that for a very long time yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, so that, that you have to look at that. Uh, when, when you say, what books am I reading? Actually, um, we're doing a lot of videos so that we can all participate at the same time. So it, it's not. Oh, you know, well, they're doing, was, I know Chrome has that Netflix um, extension. Are you doing that? Well, I'm just doing through Netflix a lot of their self-help stuff, and Brene oh. Brown just came out with one, and I don't know if you saw that one. I have It's an hour of her, and it's like, sit down, break out the popcorn, and pay attention. Nice. So her, hers is really, really good. I'm going to write um, that one down. It's Brene Brown. I, it's a one-worder. I, I forget what it is, but it's now, it might be grace or being graceful or something. Yeah, I saw Renee spoke at a National Speakers Association conference one year, and I, gosh, I can't remember where it was at, but yeah, I'm going to put that on the list. And that's the thing, is I think it's important to really fuel yourself with positive things that energize you. Whether it's listening to music, whether it's, you know, watching an, you know, inspiring movie or a video or um, I saw something that the um, national, the um, parks in, um, what are they called in D.C.? The national, no, it's the, oh, it's like the Smithsonian, I think it's the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian Institute? Yeah, so that they opened up. Um, online, um, just the ability for kids to be able to just go and, you know, um, it's like pulling in records and watching things. I have to find it and we'll drop some links on it. But, you know, all the different, there's ways you can learn. And I think this expands those opportunities for people to be able to look at that. And, you know, this too will pass. 
We don't know how long it will take to pass. But, you know, the thing of it is during this time is how you will look back on this time and how you utilized it. Did you panic? Did you freak out? Did you say, oh, my God, you know, Chicken Little, the sky is falling? And, you know, it's, it's definitely there's moments of that. I mean, I will I will say I've had my moments of that, too, and have those moments. But then also, you know, look at when you look back at this time, what do you want to leave in place for that time? And to be able to, you know, spend time with your daughter and with your wife. And you're on day seven. They haven't kicked you off the island. Yet. <laughs> 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 it's open, but you never know where we're going to go. But, but it's funny. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and, and we were having this same conversation saying, okay, you know, you have to, okay, we're looking at the, the coronavirus and the statistics there as far as how many deaths. I'm wondering how many deaths there will actually be of husbands. <laughs> Or how many babies are going to be born? <laughs> oh, the babies for sure. I'm yeah. They're going to call him. What? Oh, somebody told me that the the quarantines. The, oh, is it the quarantines? There you go. The quarantines. Yeah. No, but you. But you said. Oh, you started earlier. You said. You know, I, I don't remember Vietnam, but we remember September 11th, and we remember this. When I look at it, my kid's going to remember this the rest of her. Oh lives. yes. So I'm going, time to make those memories. Time, and she's going to say, oh, when that happened, my dad did that. He freaked out. No, he yeah. freaked out. A friend of mine said to me the other day, he says, uh, do you think everybody's just overreacting? And I said, well, let me ask you a question. What's the right amount of reacting? Yeah. I don't know what that answer is. I'm not smart enough to know if there's over or under. I'm reacting the way that I'm <laughs> reacting, you know? So it, it's no judgment or whatever. This is what I think is appropriate. I want everybody to get better. But if you're calm, your kid's going to, if you're an overreactor, your kid's going to be an overreactor. Right. It goes back to the same thing. Right. Every time, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you said, what am I reading? I'll go back to, I am listening to a podcast right now. It's not the most um, educational, but it's definitely entertaining. Right. It's called Ear Hustle. Ear? Ear. Ear, like the thing on your head that you listen with. Hustle, like, hey, you got to go faster. Huh. And they interview people in prison. Oh. And they're trying to share with you what life is really like in prison. Wow. So, and it's the real, it's not an actor doing this or a play. It's, they're doing a podcast from prison. Wow. And you talk about, I can't stay here any longer. I'm going stir crazy. Go listen to these people in San Quentin prison. <laughs> You're going to have a little gratitude of, I'm happy to be in my house right now and be able to do whatever I can do. Right. So I, I like that one also. It, it, it gives you appreciation for where other people have been. And you think, oh, they're all, it, it, it's pretty ear-opening and eye-opening at the same time. I love that. I will look at that. Well, and that, I mean, you say that. It's like putting things into perspective. Um, I think it was Rob Chrisman had on his blog the other day, you know, your grandparents went off to war and you went off to sit on the couch. Yep. With Fritos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> yep. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you. I appreciate you reaching um, out. Great story, great advice, and uh, definitely the, the two Gs, I think, is very valuable to have the gratitude and grace. And, and I have my gratitude for you and for what you do, and I look forward to seeing you again sometime uh, soon. We need to do something together. No uh, doubt. We've talked about that for a long time, but uh, yes, we have. 
I do. And I say to anybody who's listening, stay happy, stay healthy. It's going to bounce. We're going to be okay. Thanks for watching. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.